getting the boys ready for turnout. The latest news, we head to the AI Shack and so much more. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. A big thank you to our Ranch It Up lineup, Westway Feed Products, Cattleman U and Cattleman U Live, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Miles City Bucking Horse Sale, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, we've got a lot to cover today. We're talking about breeding soundness exams on the bulls that are getting ready to be turned out. AI season, it's in full swing for a lot of us, so we head to the Bud Box for a live update. We've got market recaps, sale barn reports. We've got updates from JBS. Everybody's going to love hearing that one. And we've got news about some new packing plants that are popping up. So, Beck, shall we? Cow country news. You know, the cow stuff. We shall, and to start right out the shoot with this one, it's going to ruffle everyone's feathers. I'm going to warn you right now. You know, the whole chicken might be bald after you hear this. Billion-dollar beef. Yes, that's what you heard. JBS, the world's largest meat processing company, posted $1 billion in profit for the first quarter. That is up 150% from a year ago. According to JBS, favorable cattle supply, beef and pork demand in the U.S., and recovering economies around the world all contributed. This is going to be one of the hot topics that we're going to be discussing when we have our guests from the U.S. Cattlemen's Association, from RCAF USA, and from NCBA coming on in the next few weeks. I would imagine this is probably going to be one of the hot topics. Well, here's a little better one. In light of these Packer profits, after more than a year of planning and construction, Lewistown, Montana is set to have a new USDA-approved butcher shop starting in May. The new plant, Big Sky Processing LLC, is owned by cattle buyer and entrepreneur Nicole Wines. Wine said she was inspired to get the project going after watching the profitability disconnect in her work as a cattle buyer. Wine said, There is a desperate need for a local processing facility and retail space as a lot of the smaller slaughter plants have been shut down due to regulation changes and the big plants buying them out. Big Sky Processing will largely benefit Montana agriculture by allowing producers the ability to utilize the facility and expand their operations and marketing their animals beyond simply selling their animals at weaning. But it doesn't stop there. Our friends from the Tri-State Livestock News brought us this story. The United Ranchers Cooperative will host a groundbreaking for a new packing plant near Hot Springs, South Dakota, May 25th. Coming up real fast. All breeds of cattle are welcome. And if cattle grade choice or better, they will be marked under the URC label Dakota Territory Beef. A restaurant procurement director is helping to establish deals with outlets in L.A., New York, Miami, and other coastal cities. All of the beef will be USDA inspected, and the packing plant will also have a storefront which will sell beef to local customers. Today's William Up Sale Barn report takes us to Pratt, Kansas, home of Pratt Livestock, where a lot of wheat pasture cattle are starting to come off of the wheat, move across the scales. 4,350 head last week. I'm going to start with the girls on the heifer side. Heifers, 628, a group of red heifers. Selling for a dollar seventy-eight and a quarter. Here is a group of six seventy-nine white heifers. They were blacks. Selling for a dollar seventy and a half. A group of nine fifty-seven black heifers selling for a dollar thirty-three and a dime. Here's a black set of nine forty-nine white heifers in Pratt, Kansas, last week at a dollar thirty-two sixty. 
5.59 weight. Black heifers coming in at a dollar thirty-one eighty-five. Nine forty-two weight. A mixed bunch of heifers selling for a dollar thirty-one eighty-five. And then on the heaviest bunch of heifers that went across the scales and Pratt livestock, a set of black heifers weighing a thousand thirty-three at a dollar twenty-five and a quarter. Now onto the steers. A group of black steers weighing seven hundred and fifty pounds coming in at a dollar sixty-nine. 847 weight black steers coming in at a dollar 57 and a quarter. I'm going to jump to 920 weight black steers at a dollar 37. Here's a mixed bunch of 938 weight black steers at a dollar 41. Then coming in on the heavyweights, 1068 weight black steers at a dollar 30 and a dime. And then the heavy bunch to talk about at 1061. They were black steers selling for a dollar 29. And now up next, we send the boys on to the breeding soundness exam. Stick around. We've got a lot more coming up when we come back. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up radio show. And the Bend radio show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend. What is one of your favorite times of year? And it's right around the corner. Easy. Branding season. I love branding season. Crew, it doesn't matter if you're selling commercial heifer calves come fall or bulls next spring. Branding season is the time to take samples for genetic testing. Get enrolled in Identity Branded or Identity Beef. Add value to those feeder cattle. Add value to your breeding cattle through genetic evaluation tools from, you guessed it, Neogen. Let's get it on! Cattle battle. A lot of producers are getting ready to turn bulls out to pasture. Always loved this time of year. Green grass, or hopefully green grass, and the genetics, the hope for the future. And I always talk about getting bulls tested this time of year. Yes, that's a subject that I've been tackling year in and year out, but what happens if they do not test, if they fail the breeding soundness exam? I am with Leoma Wells, data and DNA specialist with Allied Genetic Resources, talking about these very things. Leoma, it's that time when a lot of people are moving out to pasture. In fact, you and I were just talking off air and we were kind of, you were saying how you need to move for the next few days. You're going to be driving some, a big group of cows to another pasture to summer grazing. But before we do that is uh, we got to get bulls tested. That's, I mean, that's just, that's just something that we got to do. And that's a reminder to everybody, of course, first and foremost, make sure you get your bulls tested. It's a great little insurance policy before you take them out to pasture. But I have a question for you, and we haven't talked about this before. What do we do? Or, or maybe I would say, what would you do if all of a sudden you're hauling your bulls in, you know, next week you need to go to pasture and one of your bulls doesn't test? 
Oh, well, you're queuing in on one of our worst nightmares, Tigger. I, I just I ruined like... everybody's day is what I did right there. That's what keeps us up at night. But um, the good news is that if you purchase from a reputable seed stock source, which most of the ones in the industry today are, all we do is when they fail that breeding soundness exam, Tigger, uh, we pick up the phone, call the person you purchased the bull from, have that conversation, uh, work through it with them on what's the treatment plan, you know, kind of what's the thoughts around that. If you happen to be going to grass like we are this weekend, as you mentioned, uh, what does that look like for us turning bulls out? We got to have a replacement bull. So does that seed stock provider have a bull that they could, you know, lend you, put out there until that one cleans up or is it not going to clean up and we have to talk about what that looks like compensation wise and so most of them do you know most most seed stock in fact i can say this with all the confidence everybody that i have ever bought a bull from there's always a spare there i can't say every producer in the world but everyone that i've ever dealt with has been phenomenal about oh my gosh right now they stop everything to make sure i get a bull back in my hands Yes. And I would say that one of the, the genius parts of the Allied Genetic Resources Group is we come together sometimes and we collaborate with one another and it's more, you know, more breeds in, in our group all the time. That allows us the ability to pivot and rely on resources that are available. And you might end up with a different bull, but it will be that same quality, you know, that we've come to know and respect from from Allied. You know, one thing that uh, a motto that I always use, a moniker, not a motto, a moniker that I always use, that Beck and I, it drives Beck crazy when I say this, to set us up for success. Everything that we do, set us up for success. That goes into bull management. I'm guilty of this, of, of everybody else, is that we get so busy, excuse me, especially with the way weather has been in the last mm -hmm. few weeks, from floods to some people to tornadoes to blizzards and you name it. But we need to manage those bulls for success. And it's not just the semen checking that we need to do, the testing, but it's actually, okay, getting those bulls in, maybe giving them a little more groceries. Or, you know, when we get those bulls in, you know, maybe they were winter grazing where they were in a great big pasture. Now we're, we're bringing them into a smaller enclosed area. Remember, these are boys and they're going to fight and all <laughs> that sort of thing. But really, it's important to set those bulls up for as much success versus okay, now we're just going to turn you out with these cows back on pasture because that's, you know, I don't know about you, but the way things are going, I want to try to have some control back in my pocket. Well, and I think you you just, you hit so many of the nails on the head. I'll, I'll add to it a little bit. Knowing what environment the bulls were raised in and subjected to, it sets them up for success. So like yes, you said, you yes. know, if, you, if you're bringing them in from someone who's really poured the feed to them and then you suddenly turn them out on grass – you know, they're going to probably lose a little bit of weight, mm -hmm. have to return to themselves. But what does that bull optimally look like for you to turn them out with the cows? And I think knowing that getting with your nutritionist, you know, having them set up on a good nutrition plan, uh, maybe they came from a mineral rich country and you're, you know, putting them out where they're going to need a little supplement. Right. Um, so I think that that's those are key things to success. But knowing your seed stock provider, where you source those bulls mm -hmm. from, very easy questions and conversation to have with them of what did that development look like and how do you keep up that success rate? So that bull remains in a condition that honors really, you know, what you want him to be in. And this is getting very, very, very specific. But one thing that, that I've been guilty of overlooking is feet and legs and especially foot and hoof quality. 
depend mm-hmm. like you said because depending upon how they were wintered how they were raised before we just turn them out a lot of us don't even pay attention to that to look on the ground but that's you know that's where it all starts right there with locomotion to make sure that those feet and legs and i think really what i'm doing is just elaborating on what you're doing and adding on to it which is paying attention to everything about those critters where they come from how they come from and then comparing it to where are we going to be turning them out to yes and what does that look like and the feet and legs um you know that that's became a really big concern over the last five years in our industry i feel like the the needle starting to turn a little bit uh now that breed associations have identified for a big portion that it's about 24 percent heritable um, you know, is that feet and legs. So that's that's definitely a factor we need to be considering. So paying attention to that, knowing how much of it, though, is genetic versus nutritional tigger comes back to those conversations to have, you know, on site with with someone who's qualified to look at those types of things, because, you know, hoof cracks can be different than, you know, then he's got a toe turning over. Right. Right. Y- y- yeah, and and so those are the the important conversations to have with the folks on the ground, um, who know you, know your cows. But whenever you're bringing a bull in, I think that interview type situation with you and your seed stock provider, knowing where that bull's coming from, what he was developed on, you know, do they do they score feet and legs on their mature cows? All important questions to ask, um, because if it's if there's some genetic component there you know, make sure that you're buying from, from a program that doesn't have a lot of issues with feet and leg. Before I say fairly well, Ioma, Rebecca and I, we were talking about this, oh, a few weeks ago about the new semen catalog from Allied. Has there been a lot of interest, if you compare it to previous years, with artificial insemination and people that are calling and saying, please, where can I go and can I get a catalog of uh, a semen directory or can I go online and look at something? Absolutely. Every year, the interest in using AI bulls grows because of what you and I talk about a lot off air, Tigger, is a genetic component, like like genetic investment, right? How much does that bull that you're running 12 months out of the year and putting all those groceries in and he works for three months, what is that actually costing you if he only produces, mm-hmm. you know, 10 calves, right. okay? And, and so genetic costs spread out over time and if you have the labor and resources and you can use bulls from the top 25 percent of the breed that really fit the characteristics that you want you're going to find a bull in that allied catalog that you fall in love with i guarantee it take a peek uh i have guys calling up and saying it's the best lineup we've ever offered and if you look at the quality i would agree with that by the way i would i would agree that this is the deepest lineup that Allied has offered. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Top to bottom. Yep. Top yep. to bottom. There is bulls for everybody in there, uh, whether you're more moderate on the EPD side, you know, to wanting to push the envelope and really potentially have the opportunity to make what we call, you know, an EPD breed leader. They're in there. They're in there for you. The bulls look great. Uh, semen collection went a little bit better this year because, as you mentioned, weather cooperated a little bit mm-hmm. better right, right. <laughs> with us in most parts of the country where these young bulls were coming out of. But I think I'm very proud of what we put out there. I I, I can't imagine having a better lineup or or picking up that phone and taking that semen order, you know, for, from folks who just the, the calf crop next year. I, I don't even have words because I'm so excited. The calf crops next year that are going to come out of this set of allied bulls 
I can't wait to film them. Leoma, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Head to alliedgeneticresources.com for additional information and contact numbers and to see if the Allied program can work for you. Now, up next, Kirk and the numbers, so we'll be right back. Hey, it's Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com. Every week we hear from one of our great partners with updates, info, schedules, reports, and everything in between when it comes to buying and selling livestock and hay online and private treaty. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform of all types of livestock as well as hay and straw. They brought you Tractor House and Auction Time, LivestockMarket.com on Facebook too. Thanks guys. Have a great week. We've had just about everything thrown at us, from blizzards, to rainstorms, to heat and the drought already. Makes it tough to be in the cow business. So make life a bit easier with liquid feed and tub supplements from Westway Feed Products, all designed to complement your forages. It's upcycling and efficiency. At Westway Feed Products, we create cow herd efficiency one lick at a time. We've talked about Cattlemen U before. It's for farmers, ranchers, and beef producers who are hungry for learning, community, and business development. Just head to CattlemanUlive.com to get your membership and use promo code RANCH for a 10% discount during the month of May. Tickets are on sale now for Cattlemen U Live this September 16th through the 18th in Grand Island, Nebraska. We will be there. Cattlemen U memberships and tickets on sale now through May 31st at CattlemanUlive.com. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, the number wizard, I'm going to say, because during the break, we were razzing each other about being number nerds, and we like doing that. So I'm going to change it, Kirk. I'm going to call you the number wizard is what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, you turned in a, a tease into a compliment. I like where you're going with that, Tigger. <laughs> so what's what's going on with the numbers? I know you've been you've been busy, as you always are, but I know that you have been busy at a time of year when am i safe to say that a time of year when maybe markets tend to slow down to see what's going to happen with planting intentions and did stuff get planted so do things start to slow down this time of year usually i would say not to normal although this this year is anything but normal i think in any market that you watch right and, yeah, yeah. and definitely not a slow market in the greens this year so what are some of those numbers what are they what are they looking like where you're saying this is far from anything normal whatsoever. I will just jump right into it, Tigger. Friday, May 13th, August feeders closed at 168 37 That's down $6.12.5 on the week. The CME feeder index closed at 156.36. You know, as we've been talking about, that cash price is staying very solid. Uh, it was actually up 85 cents on the week, leaving our basis a negative $1.51 versus the May contract. You'll notice I quoted August feeders and the basis is against May. August is carrying an $11.66.5 premium to cash. Uh, and it's important to note that that premium was well over $20 not very long ago. June live closed the week at 132. That's down 65 cents. Support seems to be holding at the low 32 level. Cash traded 137 to 140 in the south. 144 in the north, leaving our weighted average uh, down a dollar two at 142.41. Uh, 
Our basis was positive $10.33.5. That's a very large basis against June for May, which is typically five. Weekly slaughter came in at a solid 657,000 head. That's even with last week and 13,000 head over last year. Trading choice boxes at 258.95, up $4.51. Kind of the big news over the weekend, July corn closed at $7.81 and three quarters cents. That's down 44 cents, five cents on the week. But India banned wheat exports over the weekend, putting a fire under wheat and a sympathy bid under corn. Definitely something to pay attention to relative to cattle would be the corn market again, as it has been for some time now. And I'm going to throw you another compliment, Kirk. So children, listen up here. Be not afraid, dear children, to call Kirk and ask him some questions because I do get into very, very, very specific conversations that Kirk and I do. And I got to give you the compliments, Kirk. You you always take time and you say, no, that's not how we do it, Mr. Tigger. You need to do this or we need to look at this. So that's where I'm going to compliment you. And I'm going to say, I appreciate you being very patient in explaining uh, many different things where you'll say, slow down there, slugger. We need to do this and this and this. And that's where I encourage others, do not be afraid to call Kirk directly or your investment representative. And if you don't have one, we'll help you find one in your area. But uh, Kirk, I want to say to you personally, I appreciate you taking the time just to visit with me and explain a lot of these concepts that, as we know, can get very, very difficult. Well, thank you, Tigger. That means a lot to me. That's that's one part of the job I really enjoy. Thanks, Kirk. You know, one of these times I'm going to jump in with you two on no. your discussions. No, you're not. The market's time. <laughs> that's that's Tigger's time. I got to have just some oh. private time. Talk the numbers with Kirk. <laughs> All right. Well, this is always fun going to the ranch and hearing what is happening as it is happening. The past couple of years, we have been checking in with Jay Berg with Berg's AI Service. You know, and we always <laughs> seem to catch him. It's when he's AIing for J.R. Offworth, home of Northern Plains Cemetals. That seems when, when we always catch him. I'm going to go live right now. The phone's ringing. Hello. Can you hear me, Jay? Yes, I can. You've got uh, Jay Berg with uh, Berg's AI service here. We can breed them, brand them, work them, wean them, and even ultrasound them. Well, by golly, I think we're, we got T-shirts. I'm the most diverse cow tickler this side of the Missouri River. So let's talk about cow tickling. How's it going so far? Uh, Breeding cows. Did the heifers yesterday. Um, Breeding cows here today. I uh, got some moisture. We tried doing it in the dust last year and it wasn't quite so fun. So it's actually kind of fun to play in the mud this year. So does it make a big difference in terms of if it's really dry to try to get some of these heifers and cows bred versus if it's wet? The only thing I've ever seen that it affects is if you're heat detecting with it. If you're setting them up to breed them, they're going to cycle, no, you know, no matter what, especially if you're time breeding them. But, but if you're doing a heat cycle, that might play a little bit of a factor on you. So tell me about the program that you're doing, or what are you using? We're using uh, I can let Jared discuss. We're using the five day sync program. We always have. He can discuss with you. If you can't hear me, I'm breathing, so I'll be back. <laughs> we, we can't. We can't stop for pain. <laughs> Jr., how has the the five day program? How has that worked for conception right for you? I know I asked you last year too on that. When we went from the seven day cedar to the five day. We increased our conception by around 10%. Um, it's a little more work because the cows go through the shoot twice the same day and get two little eye shots, but to increase 10% was well worth it. 
I'm happy with it right now. He, he's been getting the results. Uh, kind of if it works, it sticks with it. Um, same way I've got some guys we've just used the regular seven-day protocol. Um, worked well. Um, that we're not going away from it. But I got some guys trying the seven and seven, like I said. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see that. Um, it's a little bit more work a few more times through the shoot. But the results that seem to be uh, coming from it, um, they're talking... Anytime you time breed, 50% is kind of what you're looking at. Um, you know, tend to run better sometimes. That's seven and seven. They're talking 65 and 70% conception rates pretty consistently. So, you know, extra time to shoot if you can pull that off with a time breed, it just might be worth it. What would be the radio show that you would listen to up until your last dying breath? Well, I, I got to give you, because you're doing it now. We, we listen to your radio show, but you got competition. I got a Mr. Scott Bachmeyer that's out in my area, and he does radio show in the morning for uh, 960 out of Baker out there. He's got a lot of people tuning into him, so I'll give it to you both, but I can't stray away from where my roots are, man. You know what? This is it. I knew you were going to go down the road to Bachmeyer. I will let Bachmeyer have Monday through Friday, but then we get the weekend. How about that? That's fine. That's fine. It's good. I think what you guys are doing is great on both sides. You're getting information out there, real world type stuff. And um, that's a lot what does good for him, too, is he just people can relate to him. People can relate to you. So I'll give you the hands up now, but I can't give it all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. And, uh, you know, Tigger. You're just going to have to learn to share. And that's going <laughs> to wrap it up for today. We're wrapping it. We're shutting it down. A big thanks from our crew to yours. Thank you to Leoma Wells with Allied Genetic Resources. Appreciate the time. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. Jay Berg with Berg's AI Service. And, of course, J.R. Offworth. Great sports. Thanks, guys. And to you. Boss lady. <laughs> a big thank you also to our partners, Westway Feed Products, Cattlemen U and Cattlemen U Live, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show, our email, Ranch It Up Show at gmail.com. Call and text me 24 7 at 707 RANCH. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always Tigger approved. Well, you know, when he's quiet. I'm so tired of you saying that. <laughs> I'm saying the rest. Stay ranchy, Ann. Ranch it up. She had to do it. <laughs>